Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. One of my favorite shows on television is NBC's The Good Place, which recently came to an end after its fourth season. It's a comedy about the afterlife and about how one gets into heaven, or as the show calls it, The Good Place. And in the show, Getting to Heaven is based on a very simple and logical point system Good deeds get you positive points, bad deeds take points away, and only those who accrue enough points are granted entrance into eternal life. But of course, the deeds upon which points are awarded often border on the ridiculous. For instance, remaining loyal to the Cleveland Browns This will net you a positive 53.83 points, but attending a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert after the age of 20, this is going to lose you 62.8 points. But the clear goal is to earn one's way into heaven. And so as we begin this final sermon on generosity, I want to be very clear We do not give money to the church to earn points, nor does a failure to make a pledge to St. Michael's take points away. We do not practice generosity to earn God's love. Rather, we give as an expression of that love and to come to a deeper felt understanding of a divine love that is always present and active in our life. Because at the heart of the Christian gospel is a confidence, a belief that we are saved, that we're loved, that we are completely forgiven by God, an affirmation that nothing in heaven or earth or under the earth that Nothing has any power whatsoever to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that all who believe in him may not perish but have everlasting life. For God so loved that God gave. And thus we believe that love and not fear, love and not scarcity, love and not budgetary concerns. We believe that love fuels generosity because at the end of the day, generosity is about two things. It's about God's love taking form in the world, and it's about us coming to know that love in an ever-deepening way. And so today I want to tell you a story 
I want to tell you a story about how God's love is taking form as generosity. And then I want to say a word about how this story relates to what we do here at St. Michael's. It's a story about a young woman named Nada, who in early 2018 was struggling to find a church home, a church where she and her family could be welcomed and nurtured in the Christian faith. This past April, Nada was on Facebook. She was looking for information related to her son's school. At the time, she was in a bit of a rut. She was suffering from the symptoms of long COVID, migraines, memory loss, fatigue, and Nada was in need of healing herself, physical healing, psychological healing, spiritual healing. Well, that day, Nada saw a post from an old acquaintance from high school in Chicago that she had not spoken to in 20 years. It was a post about her son, Elliot, who had congenital nephrotic syndrome. The mother's name was Frida, and Frida had lost her first child to the same disease. If Elliot was to survive... He needed a new kidney. Neither parent was a blood match, nor were any members of Elliot's immediate family. The extended family is Swedish, and they couldn't travel because of the pandemic. And so Frida was out of options. And resorting to Facebook, she threw up a prayer, hoping against hope that God would provide someone who could save her little boy's life. Nada read the post, and she felt the nudge of the Holy Spirit to fill out the paperwork, to get all the scans, and to go through all that testing just to see if maybe she was Elliot's match. Nada has since flown to Chicago twice. She has gotten to know Frida and Elliot. She spent a lot of time in prayer and discernment, and conversation, and wrestling, a lot of time in labs. And on November the 8th, Nada will fly to Chicago for the third time to give Elliot one of her kidneys. Nada Dorman and her husband Peter joined St. Michael's in 2018. Her two boys, Remy and Sammy, were baptized shortly thereafter. In fact, it was a wonderful providence. Nada happened to be our elector at the 9 a.m. service. And St. Michael's has played and will continue to play a very significant role in Nada's spiritual journey. Now, there are two reasons why I tell you this story. One, it's just a beautiful illustration of faith-inspired, extravagant generosity. Nada is not giving Elliot a kidney to earn points with God. No, Nada is giving a kidney because her heart was moved by love. And this act of extravagant generosity, motivated by love, will only serve to move Nada deeper into the experience of love, into a life 
where generosity begets more generosity, into a life where love begets more love. But there's another reason why it is important for us to know this story. I believe that Nada's generosity illustrates not only why we give, but also why we give to St. Michael's Episcopal Church. Because here's the deal. There are a lot of great organizations out there that do a lot of amazing work. And St. Michael's gives to those organizations. We give to El Buen Samaritano. We give to Community First Village, to Episcopal Relief and Development, and to so many other, so many other organizations. In fact, about 4.5% of our budget is earmarked for organizations that are positioned to build for the kingdom of God in ways that we as a church are not. But we also have this funny habit of calling that 4.5% outreach as if the other 95% were something else. But please understand, 100%, not 4.5%, but 100% of the St. Michael's budget goes to furthering the mission of God, how we use our facility, how the staff allocates their time, even down to a simple choice of whether or not to remodel a bathroom after a devastating storm, the one lens we use to make every financial decision is does this money or does this staff position or does this outside group, does it serve to amplify our core mission to offer grace and connection to everyone or does it not? And the reason I want you to know not a story is because whether you realize it or not, you're a part of that story. And you're a part of Elliot's story. And you're a part of every story, most of which you will never hear this side of eternity, about how you, the people of St. Michael's, express love as generosity in such a way that more and more people experience grace and connection. And you know what? Sometimes grace and connection looks like offering someone forgiveness. It can look like a breakfast taco. Grace and connection can look like meeting a, nervous, a nervous newcomer with a smile and just saying, I am so glad that you're here today. Sometimes grace looks like baptizing a baby or praying last rites over someone who is about to die. What does grace taste like but a casserole dropped off at someone's house being treated for cancer? And what does it sound like if not the laughter of children skipping on our labyrinth? Grace smells like a pot of coffee and a coat of fresh paint in a room where one of our 12 steps groups gathers. And grace sounds like encouragement when you're celebrating a friend's success at work or maybe trying to comfort a friend who's overwhelmed. 
And yes, grace and connection can even look like a kidney, so that Frida does not lose her second child in the same manner as she lost her first. But my point is that grace and connection is what we do, and it's what you do. And grace and connection is what we are committed to at this church. And above all, grace and connection is what you are invited to give to when you make a pledge to St. Michael's Episcopal Church. Emily and I have made our pledge to St. Michael's for the coming year. And as a family, we will grow in our giving again. That's not always easy, but it is a core commitment, and we practice generosity not to earn God's love. Rather, we are giving as an expression of that love, and because as a family, we want to experience a deeper understanding of God's love that we know is always present and active in our life. And I invite you to join us and to join our leaders who have already made a pledge to the church for the coming year. And I also just want to thank you. I want to thank you for leaning into this conversation, which is not always easy, but I want to thank you for leaning in these past four weeks. And so as this sermon series comes to a close, remember, generosity has nothing to do with points. Generosity is 100% about love. Nada so loved that she gave. God so loved that he gave. And when all is said and done, I am confident that it will be said, for St. Michael so loved that they gave. Amen.